I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alenios Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alenios Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist. Marcus. Marcus, back with a vengeance. I'm, I'm here. I'm moister yeah. than ever. I'm ready to spread it, baby. He's absent from our bonus episode this week, but he's he's back and he's wetter than ever. <laughs> I know some of y'all slipping around there, his headphones. <laughs> I heard from some listeners. They said they could not listen to the podcast without some kind of moistness. I saw. There was, I saw that. Thank you, thank you, TLB. And and who's the other guy? It was like <laughs> secret <laughs> death dungeon, sex dungeon. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh man! But, but yeah, I so they had to listen to some like water noises to get them to get them into the mood. But yeah, I'm sorry. It was Death Star Sex Dungeon. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um. So but yeah, he's back, and uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed this. I went to the I went to like Walmart today, and I was looking. I was I needed to buy some uh some cleaning supplies to clean up my apartment, and I noticed all the. All the brooms had on these, like, white wigs, and they were, like, flailing about. And I, I don't I didn't get it. But then I realized it's because a Bernie sweep is incoming, boys. <laughs> <laughs> At first I was like, you know, he might be thinking about mops, but <laughs> no, this, is, this is better. This is way better. Bernie is sweeping the caucuses. He That's really right. is. Oh. Man. All right, now now my work is done for the day. <laughs> it was, this is what we pay you for. So. Well, yeah. the, the good news about this is Marcus, or sorry, Marcus, goddamn. I keep thinking, man, Marcus is here. I'm so excited. Yeah, man. Bernie has killed the caucus mm-hmm. basically forever. Um, yeah. There will probably not be caucuses in 2024. Thank God. Thanks, they, they sound awful. Harry Reid himself, the king of fucking Nevada, has come out and said they need to kill the caucus. Harry Reid, pretty funny name, by the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> also, fuck him for getting rid of the public option in uh, the Affordable Care Act. Um, but basically, because Bernie demanded they, they report the numbers for each alignment in the caucuses, they're suddenly starting to see that this was never done correctly in the past. There are so many mistakes that have been made that have been found this way that they're like, oh, we fucked up basically every caucus before this. Oh, yeah. wow. I like those uh, air quote mistakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. it looks here that oh, Ralph Nader should be president. It's, it's <laughs> crazy. We really messed that one up. Nader mania spread across the nation. Yeah. Oh, and Kucinich after? Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like I think Bernie has probably killed the caucus. Uh, Iowa, after what happened this year, will probably never go first again. They are probably going <laughs> to get rid of that for them because they fucked it up. Yeah, Iowa really screwed the pooch. Jeez. Um, 
Nevada tried to, but there was just so much Bernie support, they just couldn't hide it. There was no way. Excellent. Yeah, I just cannot imagine the... I, I can't even describe what his wrath must be like, but what's happening to these uh, butt-chug interns? Like, behind the scenes? Like, not when he's out uh, pretending he didn't know the lights were going to go out and having inspirational moments with people. Oh, my God. Um, which is... I mean, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this video. I mean, I know you guys have, but, like, the listeners. Um, but it is, like, the most staged thing. Yeah, because, as we all know, in power outages, the lights go off one at a time. Yeah, they go off one at a time. And then the person who's speaking goes, Oh, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> like, in the most Scooby-Doo manner ever. <laughs> it was the most obviously fake shit I've ever seen. And then they're all like, let's pull out our cell phone cameras, which obviously also, or uh, flashes, which obviously also planned. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was so stupid. And I cannot believe there are people out there who buy into this shit. I, I just love the fact that the lights all went out and Butchug's just like, man, this this is a great time to start hugging people. Just, yeah. hey, hey, you... Yeah, I'm surprised that they even needed the flashlights because the people at his rallies are so white anyway, you figure they just keep, keep the room lit up. Also, um, that speech he gave, he stole it from Obama. Oh. I mean, he's, he's kind of what he, him and... After, once Beto was out of the race, Butchug was just like, oh, I can just do what Obama did, right? Listen to how he that. talks. He is, he's doing an impression of Obama. He is. That's the same thing Beto was doing. Like, as soon as Beto got out, Butchug was like, all right, that, the other guy who's just like me is out, so I, I have chance now. <laughs> He's the straight um, version of me. Exactly. Um, but yeah, they both do that. They both do that thing where they try to talk like Obama, and it's like, it doesn't work. It's obviously not your real voice, and Barack Obama's voice is like, whether you like the guy or not, it's iconic for, like, many reasons, and these two don't really fit the bill for some of those reasons. So, uh, I don't know. I think that uh, yeah, he's he's really he really is a what do you, what's that what's the term SEO? He's like an SEO candidate. Like yes. they have researched and marketed and done all these focus groups to try and turn Butchug into the candidate mm. because he's a member of the CIA. <laughs> oh yeah, he had a rally today or whatever that had a ton of turnout in Virginia, and I was like googling and it was like literally five minutes from Langley. And I was like, yeah, I wonder why there was a huge turnout in fucking Langley, Virginia for the CIA candidates. Oh, yeah. But, so that. here's the thing. They just finished up the Nevada caucus counting, and Butchug is below viability and will not be getting any delegates. Yes. Wow. And Bye-bye. so weird that he doesn't want the person with the most delegates to become the candidate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the debate. Did y'all see that shit? Yeah, isn't that yes. the weirdest thing ever that all these Democratic nominees for president are like, oh, no, the person with the most delegates shouldn't be the candidate necessarily. <laughs> unless it's I mean, unless it's me. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> then don't touch it. Uh, but, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like, um, and Bernie's the only person who said that, yes, the person with the most delegates should be the, should be the candidate or whatever, or the nominee. And it's just like, you could not... Basically, at this point, we now know that every single candidate up there but Bernie is running purely to take away delegates from Bernie Sanders mm. and yes. try and get a broker convention. Especially at, at, Michael at Bloomberg. Oh, God, yes. Michael fucking... I'm just glad that everyone took a shot to just be like, Bloomberg, what the fuck are you doing here? 
Oh, Mike Bloomberg got his shit kicked in oh, the debate. Boy, it was great. Yeah, I mean, Bloomberg has spent so much money faster than any candidate. I mean, you go. You go on YouTube, like I use YouTube on my phone when I'm on the train, so I don't have like ad block or anything. And I mean, seriously, every single ad is a Mike Bloomberg ad. And they're all like, oh, he's going to save the sea turtles, unlike Donald Trump. And I'm like, does Mike Bloomberg give a fuck about sea turtles? Nope. And also, why are we pretending that Michael Bloomberg and Donald Trump aren't friends? <laughs> why is his whole campaign that he's he hates Donald Trump when there are, there's, copious amounts of evidence that those two have been friends for so so long because they're rich and that's how they do they stick together billionaires don't really have feuds yeah wasn't wasn't a uh, bloomberg also a republican till like recently yep yeah he switched he switched parties from democrat to a republican to, to run in the new york city mayor's race and then won and governed a, as republican for two terms for two terms uh, and now he has recently switched so I should just vote for this Democrat. Heavy, heavy and fucking air quotes. <laughs> like, mm. I mean, he's paying. He's paying people to make memes. Most notably, <gasps> fuck Jerry Incorporated. Um, one of the worst things on the internet. And hey, on, does, does Marcus, do you know who fuck Jerry is? Uh, no. Uh, basically, yeah. Basically, it's a bunch of guys. I mean, and it's. It's almost satirical, like, the stuff they do. Basically, what Fuck Jerry is, is they go on the internet, and they steal other people's content, like memes and videos and stuff, and they post it under their own Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat accounts, and that's how they make money. Wow. I mean, there is legitimately a behind-the-scenes documentary with the guy who owns Fuck Jerry, and he complains about how hard it is to get on the internet and find other people's funny stuff to post on his Instagram. He's like, you know how much work it is to find really good content? And then and then he says, and then I screenshot it and put it on my own account. And it's it's like, if this was a parody, it would be the funniest thing ever. But this guy is so serious. And that's who Bloomberg has put in charge of his meme cat, his meme making. Let's also not forget their pivotal role in Fire Festival. Oh, yeah. They were big Ooh. in the Fire Festival thing. Mm. Yes. Um. I think personally, the Bloomberg stuff, the, the ads are gonna are gonna backfire on him, because as long as I've been alive, I remember people complaining about political ads on TV. They're just like y'all know, right? People hate them after a certain point. It's like, all right, shut up. I'm tired yeah. of seeing this. And I think that him saturating the airwaves with his own face and his stupid voice and his bad fucking politics is gonna backfire. People are gonna be like, fuck this guy, actually. Yeah, I mean, he spent what is. Like, 50% of the net worth of CNN and Fox on ads. Yeah. Like, they both pull in, like, $5 million a year, and he spent... Th- or, $5 billion a year, and he spent $3 billion almost on ads. Christ. Think of all the He's- good he could have done instead of wasting his money on this dumb shit. Exactly. Or how much he could have been taxed all these years and uh, pay- paid back to the people. And do you know what some of the defenses of him are? What? One of them was like, hey, listen, Donald Trump has $120 million in the war chest to advertise with, so we should have a billionaire to fight back, someone that has even more money to pour into ads. <laughs> and another one was, oh, you want to beat a Republican? Maybe we should run someone who's been a Republican. Yeah, the whole, and his, his whole, 
Uh, it's the same thing that Tom Steyer is doing, but I guess a little more successful just because he has more money and stuff. It's the whole, like, oh, I'm a businessman, too, just like Trump, so I'm going to take him to task on all the things he doesn't know anything about. And I'm like, that's, first of all, is a terrible campaign. And second of all, the people who are either going to vote for you or Trump aren't going to be convinced by his weak points. Like, that's just not how it works. A country is not run like a fucking business. They're yes. not the same. It's one of the reasons that Trump is a terrible idea for president. <laughs> and it's the reason we're trying to take him out. And also, this may be controversial for some people, but I'm going to tell you right now, straight up, Michael Bloomberg would be worse for this country than Donald Trump currently is. Oh, yeah. Mm. Because That's my, go ahead. Donald Trump is a stupid buffoon who listens to whatever the last person said to him and really, really has no strong political leanings himself and is inefficiently running this fucking show. Michael Bloomberg is an efficiency freak. He has politics of his own, and he knows how to get them executed, and it will be to our detriment. He will lead to a fascist because he himself is a fucking fascist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my whole, my whole thing about it. Like, people are like, oh, you know, what if somebody assassinates Trump? I'm like, well, then Pence is president, and... Pence is just going to do what anybody tells him. He'll, he'll, do, he'll make a strategic move what anybody tells him to do. Whereas with Trump, the unpredictability is almost the safe thing about him. Because he, he you know, like you said, he's not some tactician who is going to be able to, like, push a very, very strong agenda. He just kind of makes a bunch of random moves. Um, so any of these guys, especially, like, Bloomberg, are going to really be able to fuck up this country if they're in charge. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget Bloomberg's fucking famous thing is stop and frisk so yes straight up breaks as fuck xeroxing uh the description of a black male 16 to 25 and saying that's the description of every criminal literally said the fucking dave Chappelle skit of like five five to six seven you know yeah anywhere in that range black male and it's just like he literally said that shit. Yeah, Bloomberg yeah, saw that. He thought it was a confession. So he was like, yeah. ah, well, I got him. I got him red Yeah, He was like, who's this spoken word artist I'm listening to? Who's <laughs> so, all these good ideas? Uh, Dave Chapelle. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> hmm. Sounds interesting. I'm sorry, did he say he sprinkle some crack on them? Yeah. Oh, hmm. Write that down. What's our, what's our crack budget? Um... Oh man, I, I got so mad the other day because they someone dug up um, a, a letter. I guess Bernie Sanders wrote at one point saying we should abolish the CIA back in the seventies. Mm. Awesome. And, and Max Boot and literally that's what man's actual name is Max Boot was like, oh my god, how dare he want to abolish the CIA? And someone was like, I mean, well, the CIA fucking sucks. They fucking started the crack epidemic. And he was like, how dare you spread? conspiracy theories when we've known for fucking 20 years they admitted it before congress that they did in fact to fund the goddamn crack epidemic it's not a conspiracy theory it's known fact yeah it's a fact now um but it's actually good that his name is max boot because that's how much boot he licks his licks anyway oh. um, <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah that sucks it, it's so stupid i mean Sure, you can discount as many conspiracy theories as you want, but once one gets confirmed, you gotta give it up. Oh, and speaking of conspiracy theories, by the way, today it was found out that Mike Bloomberg has not released his tax returns and stuff like that and has no official financial records. But, you know what? Actually, real quick, let me just dig up y'all vamp for a second. All right. All right, damn. 
It's time to vamp. Why do you think they call it vamping? Because uh, vampires would probably do it to distract people while they go mm. in for the for the throat. Maybe it's because you're like, because you're the vampire and you're like sucking useful minutes out of something. And you're like, <laughs> all right, let me let me get in there, get as much of this as I can uh-huh. uh, to, to try and get in there. Slorp. Uh, okay, what's your here favorite? We go. Found okay. it. This is from Lee Fong of The Intercept. It says, uh, Bloomberg hasn't released his tax filings and has delayed his mandatory ethics disclosure at a presidential candidate. So we took a look at his investment portfolio using a, a variety of documents showing he's made bets on private equity, insurance, and fracking. Now here's where it gets interesting. Mm. Our story reveals via Cayman Island docs that Bloomberg is an investor with Sycamore Partners, a controversial private equity firm that buys out and downsizes retail firms such as Hot Topic, Staples, and Nine West. They recently bought Victoria's Secret from Epstein associate Les Wexner. In case y'all don't remember, Les Wexner gave Epstein his New York mansion a billion dollars and fucking power of attorney over him for no reason that anyone can tell us why. Hmm. Wow. On a side note, do you think that uh, Trump is going to pardon Weinstein? I don't think he can, right? It's not a federal case. It's a, it's a, it's a, a New York case. Well, they turn it into one, though. They could, yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Why does he didn't even get the fucking most the the worst charge? Yeah, which is complete bullshit. Um, also, did y'all see where years ago MSNBC had Weinstein come on to call Bernie Sanders a sexist? Wow! Oh, what? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> how the how the tides have turned. <laughs> Oh, God, y'all. MSNBC is losing their fucking minds right now. Yeah, they don't know what to do anymore. They, after Iowa, they were like, okay, we, we've kind of righted the ship. We're going we're gonna to have our guy in there, and we'll, we'll be good. And now it's just turned over, and they're, they're just, they don't know what to do anymore. Chris Matthews is not well. Yeah, he might actually die within the next week <laughs> from, like, I don't know, some kind of internal bleeding. I'm saying before this this primary is over, he will kill himself on live television. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Damn. Just like that fucking guy did like 20 years ago, just pull out a fucking pistol and shoot himself in the head because like, he was talking about he was saying that Bernie winning was was akin to the French giving up and letting Hitler take over their country. Wow. I'm like, yeah, the Jew- comparing the Jewish candidate and his supporters to Nazis is a really good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Matthews is known for those. <laughs> but the funniest thing I saw, y'all, for the Nevada primaries that just lifted my spirit so much was this white lady talking at a caucus site for the Bellagio Hotel. She was like, she was like, it seems like mostly uh, uh, minority, and that means Latino voters are here, and it does seem that here on the first alignment they are <sighs> supporting Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> That size, she literally did. <laughs> Beautiful. That's I was basking so in it. It was so good. Oh, man. Uh, because in case you don't know, Bernie Sanders won 70% of the Latino vote. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's, he's very popular. He's, I, don't, I'm, I mean, after watching his, his run in uh, 2016, uh, which was still pretty successful, um, you know, considering and then getting fucked out of the nomination. This is just so cathartic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice. Um, 
And I hope I just really, 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 really have this part of me that is just holding on that they will not fuck him out of it this time. Well, he also won every single demographic measure except 65+. plus. Mm. Wow. Hell yeah. He even won moderates and conservatives. Ooh. He had more support than Biden. That's surprising. I thought the moderates were, like, on the Warren side. Nah, dude. Here's what what my theory is. People like a winner. And Bernie Sanders is looking more and more like the winner. And so they're going to vote for the winner, I think. Moderate, squishy people who don't really have, you know, a a firm candidate are going to be like, well, Bernie Sanders is going to win, so I might as well vote for him. Yeah. That's what, I like. That's what we like. This to is one of the only times I will condone that behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Um, so, yeah, South Carolina is this Saturday. I still don't think Bernie will win in South Carolina. Yeah, I don't think Bernie wins in South Carolina. But, I mean, but, if he does, whew. But according to a morning consult poll that came out today, Bernie Sanders has now taken the lead amongst black voters from Joe Biden. Yes, thank God. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I keep. That was funny. I keep seeing all these polls that are like, or in, in some of the ads, Bloomberg does it too. But I've seen it a lot with Biden. Biden's like, in all fifty states, pe- people prefer you know Biden as their candidate. But it's only when the answer, when the question is Biden or Trump. Yeah. It's never anybody else. And Bloomberg is doing the same thing, where it's like, oh yeah, in all these states, uh, they chose me over Trump. And I'm like, yeah, because it's only you versus Trump. Yeah. So here's the thing. If Bernie Sanders does pull off a miracle and win in South Carolina, it's over. It's over. There's nothing else they could possibly do at that point. It's just he's just gonna roll. If he if he wins the state he is least favored in, he steamrolls everything. And let's not forget that until ten fucking days before the Nevada caucuses, Biden had been in the lead there all goddamn year by a decent margin of about six or seven points. And yeah. then Bernie fucking wins by twenty six points. <sighs> So let's just see what happens. Yeah, I mean, he had more than, you know, a double of of Biden. And it was, yeah, it's just, it's, it's good to see. Um, makes you happy. Definitely. But it is it has definitely caused some people's brains to start breaking. I do think in Tuesday's debate we're going to see a lot more people attacking Bernie. So we'll see how that goes. But I just don't think it works. I think oh, yeah. he, I think he just wins. I think I think that we've heard all the we've heard all their fucking problems, and people don't give a shit anymore. All right, who's next to drop out? You think? Ooh. Mm. I hope I hope Biden's next. <laughs> if Biden loses South Carolina, he drops out. Yeah, I think Biden and Klobuchar are the two that are on the on the the wire right now. Well, here's the thing. Every non-Bernie candidate is running out of cash very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Warren might be able to stay in for longer. She raised a lot of money off of, of kicking the shit out of Mike Bloomberg. But everybody else running on fumes. Fucking Pete Buttchug is on uh, TV begging for money because he, he needs $13 million to stay in until Super Tuesday. Oh. And he currently has, I think he has like four in the bank. Yeah, and all the, I mean, he has all those billionaires donating to them to him. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? I mean, and apparently hey. Mike Bloomberg is calling up his billionaire friends and saying, hey, don't donate to them. Like, stop donating to other people. I've got this. <laughs> he got shit. And this is when the Arrested Development voiceover comes in. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> well, he, he thinks that if they, if they drop out, all their support goes to him. 
but he forgets that Bernie Sanders is the number one, number two pick amongst everybody else. Biden, Buttchug, Warren, Klobuchar, all of them favor Bernie as their second choice. Yeah, I think going into it, it's going to be mostly... I don't even I don't even consider Bloomberg when I'm talking about this stuff because I just don't care about the guy at all. I think the the three that are gonna run for a little bit are gonna be Sanders, Warren, Buttchug. Yeah. Um, and then we'll see where it goes from there. But once again, that's completely discounting the fact that Bloomberg's just gonna keep buying his way into this stuff. Also keep in mind that so far only three percent of the delegates have even been allocated to people, right? Mm-hmm. None of the big states have gone. California is the first big state to go. And do you want to guess who's up in California by 19 fucking points right now? Mm. Marcus, you want to take this one? Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably Bloomberg, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd kill myself. No, <laughs> yeah. It is our boy Bernard fucking Sanders. He's also uh, up in Texas ooh. currently by just a slim margin of one point, but he has gained 13 points in Texas since December, and he's virtually tied with Biden there right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. a tweet that was like, when Bernie wins Texas, Beto O'Rourke is going to be so angry. Yes. <laughs> so true. And what's really funny is, currently, all the other candidates in California are wavering at the 15% line. And if none of them passes 15% in California, which is a long shot, but if it does happen, that means Bernie gets all 415 delegates, which is three Ooh. times more than what have been allocated so far. Wow. Wee. <laughs> so I, I think that if... Look, I think Bernie's got it. I think it's got, he's, he's at least got... The plurality in the bag. There's no way they can stop from this point from taking a plurality of the delegates. It depends on what happens at the convention from there. But if here's the thing: if they rat fuck Bernie, it is the end of the Democratic Party. It's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably the end of democracy. <laughs> um, at least for a while. Because oh, yeah. I I don't. Here's the thing: you can fuck him out of the candidacy all you want, but then you're just going to lose to Trump. But I just don't see any of these candidates who can get enough people excited about them being president besides Sanders. Like, whether you like it or not, he's he's your only chance of beating Trump this year. And he's built a multiracial, multi-generational, multi-faith. It's, it's truly an intersectional campaign. Probably the first we've seen since Jesse Jackson ran in 88 that really brings together this huge base of people and nobody else has it. And I'm sorry if Bernie Sanders does get fucked out of the nomination and does endorse, you know, butt chug Bloomberg ticket, his people are not going to turn out for it. I won't. And I know most people won't. They won't. Yeah. I was at a, I was looking at the Bernie rally pictures and I was like, I can't tell if this is a Bernie rally or intergalactic reviewers. Everyone's so diverse here. <laughs> intergalactic <laughs> reviewers. Or interspecies. Whatever the fuck that stupid show is called. I mean, I like your idea. We should send it to Funimation, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was so diverse. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. When he gave a victory speech in Nevada, I thought this was going to fucking crown his ass king right there. It was insane. Yeah. It was, And then he even had a guy come on. A guy who was on... The show um, Insecure, um, mm-hmm. he comes on there and he literally says, you have nothing to lose but your chains. Like, wow. quoting mm. Karl Marx directly. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, speaking of that, 
weird celebrity endorsements. Yeah. Keegan-Michael Key for Butt Chug. Oh, that wasn't true, by the way. Oh, it wasn't oh. true? It, it turns out he's, he's endorsing voting. Okay, well, hey, good on you. Um, Jack Black for Warren? Ugh. How weird. You'd think he'd be Bernie all the way. Yeah, I was like, these guys, he's got the Bernie, Bernie guy all in him. Yeah. But no. For some reason, he's a Warren person. Michael Douglas for Bloomberg. Michael J. Fox for Butchug. Danny DeVito for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I mean, mm. not, not, no, no surprise at all there. Yeah, um, it, was, it was so good seeing that. Yeah. I was like, oh, if Bernie yes. Sanders was a foot shorter and 100 pounds heavier, he'd be Danny DeVito. <laughs> so they got to stick together. Did you see, by the way, Michael J. Fox's little, what his like, centerpiece of his speech for Butchug was? Yeah, he was like, all these other candidates are yelling at me, but <laughs> Butchug's talking to me. Well, he specifically said, Bernie, he specifically why are you yelling? He said, Bernie, yeah. And I'm like, because we're fucking pissed. But everyone's fucking rich, Michael. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, if I was if I was content, I wouldn't worry about voting. I'd be like, oh yeah, you know, yeah. take care of. If my ass started back in the fucking future, I'd be calm too. <laughs> yeah. If I had Parkinson's, okay. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no, bad. But yeah, it was like it was so. F- and Ted Danson endorsed Bloomberg as well. I mean, that's just the rich sticking with the rich there. Pretty much, yeah. Oh man, um, yeah. Some, some. I mean, what dude? What are Dave Chappelle and uh, and Donald Glover going to do now that Yang is gone? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, hey, I I, I doubt Chappelle's ever going to be a Bernie guy, but maybe maybe Donald Glover could be. Hmm. I, I I don't think Chappelle ever would be. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, the Yang dropping out was. Kind of hilarious. Um, I mean, I'll give him this. Yang was talking about some important shit. He did. Like, he did, mm-hmm. yes. Automation is a real concern. And the fact that, I mean, people are talking about it. The fact that a candidate like Andrew Yang even got to the point he did is very impressive. Yeah. I'll give him that. Um, I think being a billionaire meme candidate kind of helped, but he was <laughs> the only one talking really about automation. I mean, Bernie's, Bernie obviously understands automation and the threat to it, but he's going for more of a systemic issues thing but the yeah. specific idea of robots taking your job yang was talking about that and someone needs to yeah yeah it was it was very important but uh yeah he um i heard he didn't treat his uh his campaign volunteers and employees very very well during the dropout he fucked them um, which kind of kind of breaks down his whole thing um but yeah he he it was very interesting to see him get that far did y'all hear about what happened? Uh, I'm, I'm a Marcus. You were getting into the Young Turks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you hear what happened with them? No, I missed it. What, what happened? Their their staff voted to unionize. Yep. Ooh. And then they shot it down. Oh. Mm. The owners decided they don't want to unionize. Interesting. You know, a progressive news organization doesn't want to have a union. Uh, Kickstarter became the first white collar tech. Uh, company in America to unionize. Hell yeah! Wow. Wasn't, that, wasn't that awesome? Yeah, that was really really cool, and I didn't expect it from uh, tech companies, especially. But I guess I guess if any company is gonna crowdsource their you know collective bargaining, it's gonna be a Kickstarter. Um, well, I hope it's first Kickstarter and then start spreading. Come on! Yeah, yeah, I hope so. It's it's getting rough. I mean. 
one of the one of the big boys needs to have a uh, employee uprising like Facebook or Google. Like in all honesty, the they need to be like we are not going to touch our computers until we until you let us unionize. Um, I mean, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah. That's one of the things like those jobs like to to work at one of those places it's so selective that you can't just replace them all that quick. It's not like you can just fire everybody who works at Google because there's so many people there who are like so specialized and have like some of the, the smartest developers in the entire world. You can't get enough people to fill those jobs fast enough. So yeah, yeah but I think the thing is that's, that's why those big companies like bend over backwards for them. They give them like long vacations, bonuses, and shit. Yeah, well, they don't. They but they still as good as being a worker in Europe. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, they still work them to the bone when they have to. They still give you like a hundred hour a week sometimes. So. But that's why it's we like, talked about it on this podcast. Well, that's why they make their campuses have all these restaurants and cool things to do because they don't ever want you to leave. They want you to feel like work is your life. Which it kind of is at a certain point. But, uh, so yeah, I hope that Case Charters Union does good and I hope that they, 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 they start radicalizing other tech companies because tech is sort of like, I mean, unions are a historically weak moment and we need to start breaking through in other industries. And tech is prime, I think... The conditions of workers that work in tech is bad in yeah. most situations. And they I mean, video it. game industry, number oh one with a bullet Oof, that needs yeah. to unionize. Absolutely. Absolutely crazy. Like, I mean, it's so, it's really, really crazy how much, like, I mean, I mean I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm not excited for, like, Cyberpunk 2077, but it is crazy how much good press they get because, like, oh, yeah, they, they, took the time out they, they pushed it back they're gonna let their workers have more time i'm like no they're just gonna work them harder like mm-hmm. their their workers are gonna be under an intense crunch for six months and then for a year or two after that making patches and dlc and stuff i mean it's not gonna get easier for these workers when the game comes out and i don't know they yeah. just get so much good press and it's so crazy to me yeah, my hope had been that they would take that they would use this extra time to like take it slow and be careful. But they've already said no, we're not going to do that. We're doing hundred hour weeks, crunch time, yeah. baby. Because video, I love video games, but they're not that important to me. Mm-mm. If you told me that another person would get to live a healthy lifestyle and I get to play Cyberpunk in two years or three years, I'd say yeah, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, take it easy, guys. We don't need all this. Yeah, there's already so many video games. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. There's so many to play, so we don't. We're not at a shortage. Yeah, if you're hurting for games, you should totally go for uh, Xbox Game Pass. This yeah. motherfucker right here keeps <laughs> talking about goddamn Game Pass. I'm sorry, and, it's fifteen. But Game Pass is one of the reasons that I realized the other day I was at a friend's house and he just got Game Pass. We were looking for a game to play, and I was like, "There are so many fucking video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this should be illegal. Now, this is crazy. <laughs> how many games there are." I mean, games. You, there are two. Comp- I think I've talked about this. The competing snooker franchises. Have I talked about this? What snooker? I remember the name. <laughs> yeah, I've, I think I've talked about this on the podcast. There's, there's snooker is like a more complicated version of billiards, and there are two competing franchises of video games about snooker, mm. like Madden or 2K or whatever, like that. But for that game specifically, snooker. there's enough games. Okay. How do enough folks even know about fucking Snooker to have two franchises? Exactly. I found out about Snooker randomly a couple years ago when I was like really high and watching YouTube videos. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I would have no idea what it is. But yeah, so yeah, calm down, unionize, 
make games slower. I don't care. Have a life. Go to the dentist. Like, go see your family. See the outside. Sleep. These are all very important. And, I, I mean, people who make games have no time to even play video games, I bet. So, yeah. play some games. Like, you know. Unionize. Everyone. Hey, we're all down with that. So... I wanted to talk to y'all real quick about um, Elizabeth Warren. Okay. And her desperate attempts to get anyone, just somebody, anybody who is not a white person to vote for her. Mm Mm-hmm. And she recently had one of her surrogates, um, a black guy, to say that he was at a black barber shop and they were talking about Warren. (laughs) That's never happened. That is the most, (laughs) that has never happened ever. They were like, "Hey, you're you're about to fire to take the Trump or whatever," and I, and people were like, "This is weird." And I'm going to send you guys some pictures here. You should take a uh, look at from uh, the supposed black barber shop they're talking oh about. It's just uh, <laughs> it's like somebody's apartment. <laughs> so, y'all, oh, in this man. first picture on the wall, please notice that in the back there is a poster for a fucking. For a play version of the fucking movie Doubt. <laughs> wow. And then, on the wall of this motherfucker, let me tell you some of the movies they got posters for. They love Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man, uh, what, what is the fucking first one called? Or the second one called? Uh, Far uh, From Home. Far From Home. You got... These are literally DVD boxes that have been <laughs> yes, taped to the wall. <laughs> Take these up. Do y'all want to name some of these movies? Peter Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a sound stage somewhere. <laughs> Yo, they got um, Kidnap up here. They yeah. got Meg, as in Megalodon. <laughs> yes. They got. <laughs> Oh my god. There's a random picture of a lady that I can barely see. There's Seth, hey, escape room is up here. They have yeah. Equalizer yeah. 2. Two. <laughs> the one Blu-ray copy of the Equalizer okay, 2 is okay, in no. the store. Terminator Dark Fate and Avengers Endgame on here. They went out to a Walmart and just bought whatever Blu-rays were there. They're like They still have the stickers on them! Yeah, they're like fuck whatever the, whichever ones you have. Yeah, and some double sided tape. Don't ask why. $5 bin. Oh my Avengers God. Endgame. I can clearly see the Walmart sticker on it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely there. Creed oh. 2. This is so blatant. They, they didn't even get Creed 1. They're not even straight. Ugh. They're yeah. not trying at all. This whole photo shoot was done in three minutes or less. Also, in case you don't notice, there's fucking carpet in this place. Yeah. Yeah. There's carpet with a little bit of like the the, the uh, tile on the bottom. Yeah. This this not great for a barbershop. Yeah. And that's an actual sofa, and that no. And a barbershop, yeah, no. insane. So much hair no. would be on that. Like I said, this is a soundstage. They had some props somewhere. Oh my god. Yeah, it looked like a barbershop. Why, why is the barber wearing a shirt untucked and a fucking tie? What is <laughs> yeah. his deal? He is a professional, sir. <laughs> And there's just random Jordan brand stickers on the wall. Oh, it's yeah. just the, the Jordan Jumpman randomly placed on the wall. No pattern. Oh, man. I cannot believe what I'm looking at. It gets worse the longer you look at yeah, it. Yeah, it gets more and more fake. Oh, man. 
I the just, guy in the chair, you can tell he's like looking at his watch, like, when is this job over? Like, I have a, I have a casting call soon. <laughs> the Polaroid picture of the woman in the tank top and the sweatpants, you can barely see. It's just taped to the wall. <laughs> I don't even, y'all, I don't know. <laughs> this, and this guy was like, oh yeah, this is a very real barbershop. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, sure it One, is. One, two, three, four people. <laughs> I'm calling the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> <laughs> Get me the Chamber of Fucking oh, Commerce. Man. Actually, I feel like I can make a better barbershop in my room. You know what? Wow. <laughs> Marcus, you probably Marcus, fucking you you could. be a barber. Oh, yeah. Listen, I've already got, like, you know that that um, collection of, uh, fuck. All right, after Deadpool came out, they did covers for all uh, these other movies with Deadpool on it. Yeah. I went and bought all of those. <laughs> So you have this barbershop basically already. Basically, and it's you know you know, arguably some better movies. You know, just that's. I'm definitely <laughs> not putting Peter Rabbit. I'm not putting Peter Rabbit on the wall in any establishment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just can't believe it. <sighs> I, I mean, I cannot. I mean. You could the rest of this could look like an actual barbershop, but the DVDs on the wall is too much. <laughs> that is so. It's like, oh guys, where's my copy of copy of Equalizer Two? Oh, it's back at the shop. I gotta get it off the wall real quick. <laughs> what? Oh my god. I I literally cannot believe that, that, that this fucking poster of doubt would exist on any wall ever <laughs> for <laughs> any reason. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> so oh, you can't make this shit up. All right, so Marcus, after all this, are you convinced by Elizabeth Warren? I mean, hey, I'm sold. I'm sold, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'll be her surrogate. You know, I'm set up my barbershop. You know, Woo. it's gonna be great. I'm gonna call you guys over. You get your haircuts. Yeah. This man's expression. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's asleep. He's thinking real hard on the policies, y'all. Oh, man. All them plans. <laughs> He's thinking, who the hell is Warren? What was the name of that movie from a while ago? I mean, I, I mean a while, a while ago. Where the oh, guy did oh. blackface to get into college because of affirmative action. Oh, God. What was oh, that geez. called? Soul Man? Soul Man. Soul do you think man. that Elizabeth Warren is going to do some kind of Soul Man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, zoom in real fast here on the poster for fucking Pan! Oh, oh wow. Pan, a, a poster of the bl- for the Blu-ray. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Uh, I didn't even see this the first time. The po- the poster for the movie Pan is I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking die. My brain's gonna break in half. I can't believe this. A movie where Hugh Jackman plays Hook and gets all the kids in Neverland to sing. Uh, what was it smells like Teen Spirit or something? Wow, yeah. That's a not. That's a completely real scene from that movie. Oh my god, I I never heard of Pan. Very famous in the African American community. Exactly. <laughs> Classic barbershop stuff. Oh man. So yeah, the fake barbershop is one of the most interesting things that's happened this entire week. And they even do a reverse shot, as you can see here. And boy, this man is not faking his facial expression. The barber, he's not faking that at all. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, what is this? He's not even a barber. He's just like, oh, I think I messed up. <laughs> play with- I'm just going to play like, oh, I wasn't actually supposed to cut his The hair. razor's yeah. not even on. <laughs> oh, more what are you cutting? He's bald. 
It's I don't even know y'all. No, there's like legit a living room in here. I look behind them. That's where they watch all these movies. (laughs) There are no less than three couches in this room. (laughs) There's some other random guy on a couch in the back. Look, he's looking at his phone. That's that's the. There's a recliner right here, sitting on ostensibly the place where the hair is cut. (laughs) Can we can we put this? in the show notes or something somehow. We, yeah, we have to. This is insane. Because <laughs> otherwise, no, this is going to be the worst podcast ever. Yeah, it really will be. I mean, it already yeah. is, but... Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, if you're interested, I'll put I'll put links in the show notes to the, the fake black barber shop. Yes. <laughs> Most fake barber shop. This, this is a four-person apartment. You know what? I'm going to say this right now. This will be a fake white person barber shop, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a fake business. We wouldn't get our hair cut here. No. I'm sorry. This is any business. This is a fake one. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. But like so, you said, the more you look at it, the worse it gets. I have to stop looking at it. It's an Ouroboros. Yeah. It's like devours its tail. It's the Aurora Borealis of terrible. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so there's some shit happening this week, isn't there? Things We have been in a while. Things did happen, right? That's the thing. Things thing happen. I mean, yeah. That's how stuff time moves works. so fast, man. <sighs> Marcus, has this stuff happened for you? I mean, things definitely happened, but I was having, you know, other things happen to me. Oh, a Greyhound are... bus driver told an ICE agent to try to get on his bus to gargle his balls. The <laughs> 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 ICE agent was like, is this a, is this a serious offer? <laughs> I just thought that it was directly in the Ice Agent report. It says the, the, the subject then told or then told me to quote gargle my balls. <laughs> he started talking about mayonnaise. It was just a lot of a lot of to do. Because oh. I think I think it was something like uh, Greyhound has said because of this incident they will no longer allow Ice Agents to get on their buses to search people or whatever or to like check people. Which is good, sure, that's that, yeah. that's fine. Good on them. I just love this one driver who was like, gargle my balls. <laughs> You're not yeah. coming on my fucking bus. Oh, and then another thing that we haven't talked about. that I mean, it's not like this is surprising at all. But I do love that Donald Trump hates Parasite. And oh, yeah. That it should not, it didn't deserve to win Best Picture. The only because it is from South Korea. Yeah. He never mentions why he doesn't like the movie, uh, anything about the movie. All he says is the best movie for this year came from South Korea. And I'm like, I mean, yeah? It's not really that surprising. Uh, has he even seen it yet? I do he doubt that he's seen the movie. Yo, Donald Trump had his son always fast forward movie blood sport to get to the talking parts. Yeah. What? Because he's not a movie watcher. Yeah, but he he had a special screening at the White House of Joker. Yes. Oh, oh boy. And he thought Joker was the best movie last year. For some ungodly reason. Yeah, so that was just so funny to me that people were like getting all I'm like, guys, obviously I mean and then the people who distribute the movie Parasite Neon had a very good response, so they were like, Of course he doesn't like it, he can't read. <laughs> um, which is good, obviously, but that's so good. I mean, also, even if he did watch the movie and even if he understood it at the level that film 
analysts do, he would still obviously hate it because it's a movie about class warfare and parasites. Well, Seth, do you have any opinion on the bad parasite take to come out since this happened? Which, enlighten me. Maureen Dowd saying, quote, um, it's funny that Donald Trump does like a movie about um, con artists who invade an elegant house and wreak chaos. He should empathize with the parasites. I mean, it's... Marcus, have you seen the movie yet? I still haven't seen it. Mother goddamn fucker. Um, <laughs> never been that mad, ever. Um, yeah, that's a... I mean, it's obviously a, a ridiculous take because, um, I don't know, it, it means that, I mean, whoever who the fuck Marine Dowd is also doesn't understand anything about Parasite, which is one of the problems we've talked about, is that I'll, I'm glad the movie won Best Picture. I'm glad people are seeing it. I'm glad people are enjoying it. But, and I hate to be that guy, some people are enjoying it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. And they don't really understand what the movie is actually about and that it's a it's about these these I mean not just the clueless like uh, socialites and you know one percenters who you know get to have their way in life but I mean also just the class like d- dynamics even within people who are in the lower classes and how you know our isolationism and how we have all these fights with each other and don't you know can't quite get along even though we're in pretty much the same place. And it's it's just it's a very powerful movie, and I think when I mean, there's so many people who are either pretending to like it because everyone else likes it, or are just liking it because they can tell it's a well-made film but don't really get it. Uh, for reference, Seth Maureen Dowd is the woman who went to Colorado, <clears throat> went to Colorado, and uh, ate a six-dose edible in one go. Um, <sighs> And then spent the next 12 hours on her hotel room floor just, like, thinking she was dying and at time and stopped. <laughs> so, that's the level of intelligence you're working with. And, what, so what does she do? What is her She's job? She's a writer. She's a, a reporter, a writer. For New York Times? I believe so, yeah. Wow. And her conclusion, after she tripped balls for 12 hours, thought she was going to die, is they should illegalize weed again. Yeah, they should make <laughs> weed illegal because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> the hell because you can't read a clear label yeah. it's like if somebody shoots themselves oh. in the foot and, it, and that's their that's their reason for gun control it's like sorry these things are dangerous i shot oh, myself man. it's crazy that's so funny someone posted a picture of the like edible she took she ate on like the internet it was so funny it literally has six goddamn squares like a fucking hershey bar and it's like it says on label one dose you know take one square that's one hit and she ate the whole goddamn thing. Yeah. And I always thought it was funny because in the background of that picture is a, the DVD box of Equalizer 2 just on the wall. We found a second copy. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was in that barbershop. Oh, my God. Um, um, also, some other bad takes I've seen is... Um, it's not political. That's not my favorite oh. take. Is this movie's not political? What are you talking about? No. Parasite's this, not political. Despite the director of the movie for the past six months talking about how political the movie is. And if you just have watch it and you have a brain. Yeah, I mean I mean obviously. But if you don't have those things, you should at least be able to listen to the other guy. I mean, there's probably no such thing as a non political movie in general. I mean, yeah. But yeah, that person who was like, oh, we could have had Kamala Harris as president, but weak white men wouldn't have it. So I'm going to go back to watching Parasite and pretending politics doesn't exist. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I have 
to hope that is a parody account. That they I checked. It didn't seem like it was. You have to. You cannot be that <laughs> wrong in a sentence. How can you get so many things wrong? And after she's gonna watch uh, RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Least political movie ever. No politics here, baby. Yeah. The original Manchurian Candidate. You know, just, just the least political movies you can. Not a Living Dead. Yeah. Mm. No politics. Um, but uh, in terms of non-parasite bad takes, there's a great. All right, so y'all know the Washington Post, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. Jeff Bezos. Heard of them. It's right. subtitled. Their paper is "Democracy Dies in Darkness." Yes. This headline. Just think about that. All right, this headline. It's time to give the elites a bigger say in choosing the president. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> oh, a bigger say. Fuck wow. you. Abolish the Washington Post. Uh, <laughs> fucking the media shouldn't be owned by billionaires. Fucking oh, god damn, that is depressing. Because Bloomberg didn't just buy himself onto the debate stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. It, who, who would you, you think Jeff Bezos would probably pick, like, Bloomberg, probably? Man, Bezos would spend, like, quadruple the money and just be like, yeah, I think I'll be a uh, vice president to whoever. Just, eh. Yeah. Eh. But everybody hates Jeff Bezos as a person. Like, he has a, a dud of a personality. Yeah, no one likes him. Yeah. But he just keeps making money. And he it's... doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Also, real quick, shout out to somebody who we need to talk about and I would hope to love to talk to on this podcast, running for Congress here in Georgia, is a woman named Nabila Islam. Hmm. Um, she's a progressive. She is um, a, uh, I mean, she's a Muslim, obviously, uh, but very much a Bernie, a Bernie crat, uh, running in the Bernie mold in GA07. So, hey. That's somebody we need to fucking talk about some more on the show because yeah. that's rare. Yeah. And can yeah. you imagine how, how folks lose their goddamn mind if someone with the last name Islam was elected here in Georgia? In Georgia? My God, the whole state would explode. I mean, people were losing their shit about Barack Hussein Obama. That's true. I'm thinking he'll never win. It's because of his name. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think America will do that, but then we did. And yeah, for better or worse. Whatever. And then we did it twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Obama. I mean, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of his policies because he, you know, he's very much a, like a moderate kind of guy. But he was definitely better than the alternatives his during his run. So yeah, that's true. But we're done with the whole better than the alternative things. Now you got to be yeah. good. That's yeah, now it. you got to be good. And I mean, hey, let's also not forget Bernie's not perfect. He has his blind spots. Um, there are things he should work on in his policies uh, for that's sure. True. But there's nobody else. I'm sorry. There's just nobody else. Yeah, there's not a candidate even close to him that I would vote for. I mean, y'all saw Boots Riley endorsed Bernie Sanders, right? I mean, that's the least surprising endorsement ever. Well, it is the most surprising endorsement ever because Boots Riley has never voted in his entire life. Oh, well, yes, because of that. He's anti-bourgeois politics, Marcus, you know Boots Riley? No. Have you seen Sorry to Bother You? No. Okay, well, God damn. <laughs> I've gone from the person who's seen every movie <laughs> to yeah. the guy who hasn't seen a movie ever. Yeah, Marcus, so you a should... a musician and a director. Yeah. You should definitely see Sorry to Bother You and Parasite. They're very very similar movies, kind of. Are these movies um, on your uh, your list? Your playlist list? Yes. Excellent. 
Bushrod is a communist, and he does not believe in electoral politics, but he is saying he is saying that he will vote for Bernie Sanders in this primary and the wow. general. Mm. For the first time in his life, he will vote for a, in a presidential or any kind of election, really. Well, that's good. So, yeah, that's a huge, that's huge because, like, Alan Moore, I know it didn't work out for Corbyn in the UK, but Alan Moore, a lifelong anarchist and sorcerer, said he would never vote. I'm not kidding, that's not a joke. He is a literal sorcerer. Oh, wait, wait, no, wait. Like, self-proclaimed sorcerer, or he, he does some fucking magic? He does magic with a K. What does that mean? Oh, Marcus, you don't know about magic? Yeah, about no! Ma- magic. Magic. No, what? Nah, dude, like, he's a sorcerer, he's a shaman. He thinks, well, he's not a shaman, that's somebody else. He's a sorcerer, he, he, he believes that he can do magic. Okay. But his magic is done through words. Ah, words oh. and pictures. Oh. Basically, it's like it's like memory. He thinks you can meme things into existence, essentially. Oh, wow. He's not wrong. But I mean, he's not kind of magic. Wrong, yeah. <laughs> no, it's magic, dude. Accessing the source code of the universe through your words. I mean, you could define anything. You could define using a toaster as magic if you want. I mean, True. I can't stop you. I'm fucking magical, then. Goddamn. <laughs> Marcus is the most magical person <laughs> on over here. He's like, I'm so magic measuring these cookies to get them on the. Using my, my wand, or as you might call it, a ruler. <laughs> hey, hey, if he gets to do be a sorcerer, I'm a fucking sorcerer too, alright? Okay. You're a sorcerer, Marcus. I'm the, I'm the wet sorcerer, there you go. Wet, <laughs> wet sorcerer? Okay, explain. Go go explain that to us. <laughs> obviously, I, I'm i I'm obviously a water elemental. I'm, I'm made of mostly water, and I share that water with the people, man. We're That's all mostly made of water, Marcus. But are you quick, sharing so your water with everyone else, though? Marcus, I'm how trying are you like sharing the- your water? I, uh, Jim? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Not> you, Jim. <laughs> Jim, he's a very dry boy. He needs moisture constantly. Actually, I gotta go water him right now. Give me a second. I've lived my entire life trying my best not to share my water with other people. Yeah. My water is <laughs> Making so intact. Yes, please, God. This is my water. It belongs to me. Um, All right, Jim's been watered. I water just random people in the streets. Like, hey, hey, mister, you look really dry. This sounds... <laughs> listeners, <sploosh>. please. <laughs> listeners, we don't know what he's talking about. I'm a sorcerer. You it. clearly don't understand. <laughs> and don't we, we are not held responsible for whatever moistening Marcus is doing to other people. I mean, I, he's the wet sorcerer on this podcast. There you go. I do magic with a K. Are you going to call yourself the, the wet sorcerer for now? <laughs> wet sorcerer. It's <laughs> my next D&D character, the wet sorcerer. Yes. Holy shit. Also, by the way, real quick, y'all, uh, the hashtag eat the rich is currently trending. It is. Yes. Oh. Oh, oh yes. Well, do you know why? Before before we go, do you know why eat the rich oh, is no. trending? Because Bloomberg's being a crackhead? Goddamn right, Marcus. Did you see what he did? No. So you you guess Bloomberg, but don't know what don't know what he did. Nope. He posted a bunch of pictures of his field offices that have been 
air quotes, vandalized by Bernie Sanders supporters. Where, now, you know how when you vandalize something, you go and you spray paint the sign, and then you put it, you, you leave it outside the place you're trying to vandalize, right? That's how you do it? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it works. You hang it up in the window, or you set it on the ground, and that's how you vandalize things, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Just making sure. People were doing this, leaving signs that say, eat the rich and oligarch and stuff on them. And, first of all, fake... Not real. <laughs> did not fucking one. happen. Yeah, I you just, did, didn't you? It's, it's on a sheet of paper. Share with the class. fucking window. Share with the class. Marcus posted it in the Discord so we can all see it. Oh, wait a minute. All. What's that on the inside? Is that a copy of the Equalizer tape? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seth, wait. Hold on. Pull the sticker back. It's pan. <laughs> <laughs> They're all pan. Oh, God. So, yeah. That's trending because Mike Bloomberg is a big baby. The only other reason I could think for Eat the Rich to be trending for a bad reason is that uh, EA has made a a video game called Therich. So it's EA Therich. Okay. All right. The only other reason. Well, in that, in that, oh, by the way, real quick, I just want to point out that the place where they, they had the Eat the Rich sign was in fucking Flint, Michigan. Wow. A a place that pretty much deserves to vandalize a Mike Bloomberg office. Mm -hmm. And again, it is a sign they put on the window. It is not even real. Once again, someone didn't want to break the window. There is a Bloomberg office right outside of where I work. I could go put Eat the Rich signs up if we want. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do their work for them, Seth. I'll just use post it notes. (laughs) Eat the Rich. It would probably do more damage than this. Please eat the Rich. Oh man, just the smallest vandalism. Someone's walking by and they're like, wait, what the, the fuck does that say? Again, real close. It's like, eat the rich. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh man. All right, well, I think that's it for the show, y'all. Yep. Oh Christ. Seen some shit, said some shit, talked about some shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Boy. Uh, this has been the Illenials Podcast. I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter at Seth and on Letterboxd at Knazeras, K-Y-N-A-Z-E-R-A-S. And I'm Marcus, the Moist Sorcerer, and you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Beaches. And? And I do art for this podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been a guest on the show before, especially on some of our movie reviews. Um, he has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they're both in the South. They talk about wrestling, so if that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck Michael Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I should watch Pan, apparently. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, we, we recommended two lesson. great movies. <laughs> um, we have stopped trying to solve our problems. They're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York. That's the Illinois Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.